Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. co-host Daniela, welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. All right, well, welcome Ashley to Making Sense of Success. Did you want to give our, our listeners a little bio about yourself so they can get to know you a bit better? For sure. Um, my name's Ashley. Um, I go by Ashley Paget. Everybody mispronounces my middle name, um, but it is Paget, not Paget. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I have a vast background in, I guess, the swimwear industry. So I had my own swimwear line from 2016 to the end of 2019. I've had a couple of my own designs uh, featured in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition in 2019 and 2020. And uh, I just had I guess some pretty cool experiences um with all my travels related to running my line and um all the people that I got to meet along the way definitely and I'm gonna put this out there now but I actually used to buy your swimwear like a couple years back and that's how I was trying to look for it again this for this season and then I was like oh no I can't find it oh my gosh that's awesome that's really cool uh so yeah, you, like you knew of Nora somewhere and uh, yeah. you, you kind of knew the, the story in that. That's that's awesome. And you're based in Ottawa, right? I am, yeah. Sierra's actually in Denver, but I'm in Ottawa. Right. So that's why this season I was looking for it. And I was like, oh my God, I can't find any of them. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I uh, I lived in Ottawa from 2017 to actually just recently I moved from Ottawa and I'm going back to the East Coast um, okay. where I'm primarily from. I uh, just needed a change of pace and uh, yeah, but Ottawa was so good to me. I, I had my line in the Rideau Mall there and um, mm-hmm. my my somewhere was selling so well in the mall there. It was We were restocking every week. So that's really incredible oh, to wow. hear that you were one of the customers that was uh, able to try the line and that, that makes me really happy. What have you, sorry, my allergies are so bad this morning, guys. What do you think is the biggest thing you've learned from your entrepreneurial path? Uh, then it's, that it's not linear. There's no clear upwards, you know, line on a graph. Um, 
there's so many ups and downs. And I think, you know, you might have a large success that feels like, you know what, you've made it. And then you'll have like three massive sales following that. So it's just important to recognize that like the journey is, you know, it's, it's going to keep going and you're going to keep hitting roadblocks and uh, successes come along the way, but um, you'll never avoid the challenges. So I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is like, when you feel like you've made it, you're still going to get hit with challenges. Um, there's no escaping that. What were some of the challenges I guess you faced with starting your own swimsuit line and everything? Because I can imagine it's not easy, like especially when you have bigger companies and corporations that um, are within this industry. Yeah, so it's extremely saturated. Um, as you know, there's many swimwear lines out on Instagram. Um, I think I managed to get in, you know, right at the cusp of when Instagram brands started to really become a thing um, back in 2016. And I just really worked on putting my customers first. So at the end of the day, I just, I really had to learn that, um, you know, customers are always right. (laughs) You can have policies there for a reason, but at the end of the day, um, customers are right. And putting your customers wants and needs first, um, and letting that determine your route of how you're going to grow the brand, um, I think is really important. And I didn't realize this in the beginning. I didn't realize that, you know, listening to my customers would really determine some of the paths that I would choose with, um, you know, developing new product lines and things like that. Obviously I wanted to stay, stay true to my original vision, but, um, I mean, I I faced many challenges along the way. I had inventory stuck in uh, customs for two months and I almost crippled my business. Um, You know, with with having a successful, small but mighty uh, startup business, um, cash flow is tight and um, you can feel like things are going really well. And then if you have a couple bad months, that can be enough to cripple a small business. So um, it was, yeah, it was really challenging getting through that time. And, um, I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, hype around, you know, starting a swimwear brand or just Instagram brands in general. Um, a lot of people are posting about their successes and sometimes it's hard to make sure that, um, you're realizing that you don't have to be moving at the same pace as all the other brands. Who wants to move at the same pace as other people? That would be weird. That'll be like kind of awkward, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, hey, like rolling down your window and you're like, oh, what song you're listening to? And it really does not matter to anybody in the entire world. (laughs) Um, What do you think your uh, definition of success would be knowing that uh, entrepreneurship and small businesses is not a linear path? Uh, I think success is just finding meaning in the journey. So obviously setting goals um, are really great and that was, that's what helps you keep on track. But I think it's being okay to adapting to having those goals rerouted and enjoying the journey along the way. Um, you can set out so many goals and a vision for your life, um, but maybe some of those things aren't meant for you. So I think I think finding true success is really being happy in the way things are unfolding in your life and persevering because there's there's going to be a lot of closed doors and it's it's sometimes hard to differentiate between closed doors that are there to reroute you and closed doors that are there to challenge you Uh, I think this is one of the biggest challenges any entrepreneur will face and uh, just really staying in tune with uh, 
being mindful and really trying to stay in tune with yourself and the things that you need, not only for your business, but also for your own mental health and for, you know, the things and the other passions that you have in life um, and allowing yourself to, with that, use that as like a toolkit to determining whether, you know, you are going to fight the power on that closed door or whether you're going to allow it to reroute you. Absolutely. And I guess based on all these um, experiences you've accumulated over the years, have you ever received any really good advice that kind of motivated you to keep going? Or have you ever given anyone some really important piece of advice? Uh, I mean, I, I listen to a lot of like Super Soul Sunday podcasts and that stuff that are, you know, about staying in tune with yourself and, and things like that. I, I take a lot of bits and pieces of advice from, from these things. Um, one story that stood out to me a lot was uh, Raisa Girona. She's the uh, chief brand officer for Revolve. And her story is like really incredible because it's, she, she had a brand and um, it actually, her first brand failed and she felt devastated, didn't know what was going to happen next. Um, and then, you know, right after she thought that it would land her this big, amazing thing, but instead she was kind of like left still feeling hopeless and didn't know what her path would would bring but um in time all of that hard work ended up paying off because a lot of people that she had met when she'd been running her brand um started coming for her and saying hey like we have an opportunity for you we'd love for you to be a part of it that's how she ended up being the chief brand officer at revolt so her story really inspired me and i have a mentor um stephanie takmanian uh of lily class she has a jewelry brand based out of la and she's given me so many incredible pieces of pieces of advice, and uh, she's just persevered. And I think that's the biggest thing that I've always kind of like taken home is like, don't give up. It doesn't mean that you can't give up on your original goal, because like I said, goals can change. But just don't give up, and don't sell yourself short. I think that is something that we tend to forget on a daily basis, even though it's right in front of us every single day. And it's nice to even hear it from somebody else reminding me and everybody who listens to just literally continue because it'll all work out one day. When? I don't know. I don't know the future. I'm not that so raven. But <laughs> one day it will and everybody will be very thrilled. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you don't have to have it all figured out. Um, but I think it's finding meaning and the ups and downs that will help you enjoy the process in a way. And uh, yeah, you never know where you're going to end up, but keep going. So we can totally cut this out, but I was actually just wondering as to why Nora Swim kind of stopped being. Yeah, actually, I get asked this question, obviously, a lot. Um, and I'm totally fine explaining why. It's just mm -hmm. essentially, I I dove right into running my own swimwear line straight out of university. Um, I'd fast-tracked oh, wow. my undergraduate degree I got a bachelor of business administration with a um, uh, honors major in marketing so I had I had fast tracked that so I was in school for a year and a half straight like summer term throughout the whole thing and I added courses on every term because I was so determined to finish the thing like I just wanted out of school I wanted oh. to move away so that's exactly what I did I, I went through um my business degree in three and a half years and then moved straight over to London, England, where I was supposed to start my master's um, in international business um, with a focus in fashion that year. 
And uh, instead, because of some stuff due to some transcript moving around, it ended up getting deferred into the fall. So all of a sudden I had like six months to just work and kind of figure it out. So I ended up taking this time when I was looking for a job to start sketching. I mean, I always knew that I wanted to work in fashion, but I just didn't really know what. Um, and somewhere was such an easy like first choice for me because I was always kind of known as the swimwear girl. And um, yeah, I, I mean, like I just, I fully dove in. I fully dove in and started the brand. I launched it four months later and things started moving so quickly after that. I had to leave London eight months later. I couldn't stay because I wanted to take on the brand full time, but couldn't afford to do so. Um, living in a world of pounds because everything was 2.5 there. And uh, I, I started, I jumped in full time that fall and had been doing that for a few years. And I just, I had this really big, I guess, self-discovery period um, last summer where I was just starting to think, you know, do, do I want this? Um, obviously there was a lot of things that I loved, but I truly became the shipping manager of Nora somewhere. And don't get me wrong. I was so thankful for being able to pack all those orders. It was incredible, but I started to lose the passion in it. And I started to feel like, you know, if I continue with this five, 10 years down the road, like, what will I be? How will I be feeling? And I just started to feel like maybe, maybe this isn't really for me. Um, it was a great, amazing chapter, but I felt like I needed to find my passion in it again. And I was extremely drained from, you know, competing in such a saturated space. Um, I never had a real vacation or day off in three and a half years. So I honestly, I was just kind of burnt out and I started to realize, no, maybe I should focus on some other passions in my life. I can always come back to this. Um, or use this in a better way so that I can focus on my passion, but kind of lose the stuff that I wasn't so passionate about. Um, and I think the important thing to note here is like, obviously with any business, you're going to have to do stuff you don't like. I'm not saying run away from those things. <laughs> you're going to have to do them. And I, and I do think it's important to, um, you know, learn in every facet of the business, but I should have hired um, out sooner so that I didn't get to that point where I was so drained and drained and just not passionate about it. So I decided to um, close that chapter. I didn't want to be like mass producing and selling somewhere anymore. I instead wanted to roll the whole thing back and think about what exactly were my passions and what were the things I thought I was really good at. So uh, that's essentially what led me into my next chapter. And I think, yeah, like that you kind of nailed it in that way. Cause I can't even imagine having done like a bachelor's degree in a year and a half. I did mine in four. So I'm like, <laughs> year? like that's crazy. I, and then in addition to that, then starting a business and having to run that and basically doing all like the, all the labor yourself, as you were saying in that way, all like the different sectors of it. So yeah, it's definitely, I think, important to note that burnout is a real thing. And over time, yeah, it's definitely harder to manage than when you like really get involved with something because obviously, you know, it's your hard work too that you've put into it. So of course you want to see it become something. And it's, yeah, wow, I'm actually kind of shook. <laughs> like, oh God. <laughs> I think it's just, it's a really, really tricky topic, but sometimes it's okay to let go of things. Um, mm -hmm. I just needed to, I needed to think of it as not a failure, but instead a choice I was making for me, for the betterment of me. And so that I can be able to put out 
something better one day. And I was really proud of what I did with Norris Swimwear. But um, like I said, I was just, you know, I was running into this burnout and uh, I had an opportunity that summer um, to really, really catapult the brand. And it, that's essentially what triggered it. And all of a sudden I started to be like, yeah, I want this so bad, but, but do I? Like, there's a lot of things I think is particularly as a woman um, that, you know, you have to think of when you're, uh, you know, running your own business and going into your, your mid to late twenties. And you're like thinking of all the other things you want to do with your life. And um, sometimes it feels, you know, daunting to try and think you can do it all. Like I would be like never able to have a mat leave, you know, if I wanted to have kids, like I never felt like I would be able to have a vacation and these things that never mattered to me in my early twenties started to matter to me. Um, and I started to think about all of these things. Like, do I want to have people on payroll, um, that whose lives are dependent on me? And I said yes to all of it. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, I was like, I have to be so, so devoted and have to be so passionate. And I just started to feel like something wasn't right. And I didn't want to lie to myself. Um, I wanted to pivot. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm pivoting so that I can focus on my passions more, but kind of get rid of the stuff that made me feel like I was drowning. Out of time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. How... Or ideally, what do you hope for yourself right now? Like, what do you think is coming towards you that the universe is bringing to you right now that you're ideally manifesting or praying or whatever you choose to believe? Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was really cool to see, you know, in 2019 in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit, I had one design land in the issue and I was like so over the moon. Um but, you know, after the extremely hard year that I kind of went through trying to process what I was going to do with Norris Homeware and how to, how to manage that um, and, you know, how difficult that was, it was so nice to see myself kind of get rewarded through having um, not only one, but three designs in the Sports Illustrated Institute issue. And I was hoping and rooting for that so bad. So that was like a massive accomplishment for me. And, you know, the, the editor there that is my contact, she's been encouraging me, like, keep designing, don't stop, you know, I even like close the brand, keep going. We love your suits. We love your designs. Um, so that was incredible to even get that feedback and to get those few designs in it. And, just going forward, um, after this like huge self-discovery period I kind of went through, um, I realized that my passions are in helping women. So being able to mentor or help other people either feel good in their skin or be able to be, you know, in the position where they can start their own business and empowered, um, and then be uh, in design. So I love designing. It's like an incredible opportunity I think I get to have with being able to design custom suits now and um, you know, designed for still Sports Illustrated and eventually releasing capsule collection, collections um, every season. Uh, and then thirdly, just, you know, being able to like educate 
people. There's so many swimwear brands out there, like so many girls know. Um, but it's really hard to know where to shop. You know, it's hard to get, get that information about brands and trends, you know, what trends are here to stay and what trends are going to come and go really quickly. And you should probably not invest in it unless it's like a cheap suit. So that's also what I want to do. And these are, these are all my passions line. That's exactly what I'm trying to do with this next business. So I've started um, working with some women across Canada and the U.S. and I'm helping them develop their swimwear lines and started doing some consulting work and diving back into design and hopefully we'll have some capsule collections out in 2021. I'll be looking for them. Yeah. Yeah. I have never gotten anything from you, but I, I'm looking. That sounds okay. Ideally your whole like spectrum of what you're wanting to do with your life is literally the coolest thing in the entire world. Like you're taking everything that everybody just wants, what everybody wants. We just want something to tell us, what's cool you know what I mean what's the hot shit and you're doing it and like that's it that's all we need oh my god that is so cool well we cannot wait for you to have everything you've ever deserved and ever wanted um we can't wait to celebrate for you over here on the podcast thank you thank you so much and I think like this is like the biggest thing you know, you don't have to just be one thing. And, um, you know, when I set out in 2016, I could never have imagined I would have ended up here and being in this position where I can now, you know, consult women on how to, how to start their own brand. And um, it's, it's like, it's kind of cool to see how this all unfolded. And this is kind of what I mean about like enjoying the journey, like finding meaning in it. Um, it's, it can be really confusing, but it can be also really rewarding too. And uh yeah, just, I guess, you know, go with the flow, keep going. And <laughs> I think that would be like my biggest piece of advice. And I think it's definitely a good one. <laughs> yeah, like, I think we all need to hear that sometimes in that way. Because sometimes, as you were saying, like, not everything is going to be kind of a stagnant level of success, really, like you will experience some failures in between or some challenges and hard times, even if you are having successes in between that. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I can't even really think of a better piece of advice to end off this podcast with. <laughs> awesome. Um, so another question we actually like to ask our guests, and you can totally shout out your kind of upcoming business. And would you call it a blog page or what would you call it rather, your website? So as of currently, it's called Ashley's Bikinis. And it's okay. a resource first mm-hmm. and product second. Um, and essentially I have a lovely, lovely um, business partner, Alex Lotour, who joined me in the later stages of um, North Homeware. She was involved a bit in the beginning as well, but it's kind of been an off and on thing. She's one of my best friends. She's an incredible, talented human. And uh, near the end of Nora, we were really starting to work on things um, as official business partners. So I, uh, we're, 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 we're basically excited to take on this new chapter together. But with that being said, um, the name's kind of up in the air. <laughs> so, um, I haven't <laughs> been going around necessarily promoting, uh, the name quite yet, but it will be something centered around empowerment and, um, a blog. I would call it perhaps, I like mm-hmm. to think of it more as like an editorial. Uh, an editorial website where you can find out a lot about somewhere um, as a consumer, but also if you're looking to start a business. 
Um, so, you know, trend reports and things like that. And then there will be those capsule collections. So it's kind of a duo. It's a new business model that I haven't really seen done before. And that's what kind of excites me. That's what excites me as well. I promise you. That sounds it's, it's really cool. So yeah. Fun. It's so cool. Wow. Um, <laughs> and would you also like to share your social media? What are the handles? Names? Handles. Handles. Connect with you. Yeah, for sure. So um, my Instagram handle is at Ash Lim. Um, and my somewhere page is at Ashley's Bikinis. Pretty simple. (laughs) This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. This season, a full heart doesn't mean a full house. We're still gathering, just virtually, and we're still connecting, safely. Traditions keep us close even when we can't be together. Think big, plan small. Let's save lives, Columbus.